Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the shores of the Gulf of Mexico and maybe somewhere on the Seven Seas, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Welcome, show 665. I got a special guest today that I'm going to introduce, and then I have to address a couple of mistakes that I made last week. And, uh, uh, well, that's okay. I always like to uh, fess up and, and correct the record. Sometimes I speak out of turn. I think the Florida sun, I think I have sun poisoning. It might have been that. Yeah, yeah I think it's sun poisoning. But uh, without further ado, a man who is instrumental in getting crime-proof, think like a criminal, uh, and beat them at their own game, finished. Uh, I mean, the, the ton of work he put in helping me with my book on the final stretch was, was unbelievable. And he launched his career in New Jersey, you know, writing for Ammo Land and Bearing Arms and the, uh, the, uh, the South Jersey, the Shore Network News. And uh, then he morphed into the Penn Patriot, and he came out with his own book called Decoding Firearms, which is a phenomenal book. We sell it at the gun store. And uh, so now he's the pen patriot, but he's also uh, reviewing products. And on top of all of that, he's a merchant marine slash engineer, I believe. And he's a two-way heavy lifter in New Jersey. He's despised by the governor and the attorney general. So that alone gets him on the that show. alone, yes. Of course. So without further ado, from, I believe, central Jersey, if it exists, John Petrolino, the Patriot. <laughs> Hello, Anthony. Hello, Sandy. Hello, Patriots all over the place. I am coming to you from pork roll country. Pork roll oh, country. Damn right pork roll country. That's where I'm coming from, pork roll country. That's Thank right. you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. We're really, uh, I'm, it, you know, we're very humbled to have you on the show because you are such a prolific writer, and you you write about so many issues. And obviously, about ninety percent of your writings is New Jersey centric, maybe eighty percent. I might be embellishing a little too much, but you know, you have your finger on the pulse with what's going on in New Jersey. You know, filing Freedom of Information Act requests, and you know, just just staying abreast and keeping all of us educated, John. And, and we really appreciate it. And. Uh, you know, you post your articles all over social media, but what's your main website that everybody to go to? Let's start the show now before our, our listeners start falling asleep. The, the so, main place you want to drive people. So for me, it's thepenpatriot.com is the website. And then okay. from there, you could get my socials. Um, yes. Facebook is the big one. That, you know, it's like, okay, boomer. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. But Facebook is where I do most of my interacting. And then, of course, we'll talk about the other website, which is thesquarereviews.com. And that's a product that's review it. site. Yep. Uh, and it's non-sectarian. It's apolitical. Well, as, a as apolitical as you can be. I'm saying that, but I reviewed the Ark Encounter and, uh, and some gun holsters. So, I mean, there's going to be some Karens that definitely don't want to go on the site. But the Pen Patriot is where you can find me. I have a link tree as well, uh, linktr.ee forward slash J Petrolino III, and you can subscribe to that too, um, as well as on the website. You can subscribe to a newsletter, and I've been getting better about sending them out weekly. I kind of stopped for a while. Um, I got a new format, but uh, anyhow, those, those are the clearing houses for me, and I'm also I'm very accessible. I want to now, 
my email address is john at thepenpatriot.com. And I want to hear from people. If there's stuff going on in the you think needs to be reported on, I'm a click away. I'm very accessible, and generally speaking, it's the squeaky wheels that get the grease. If I don't know about it, I can't report on it, and I, I do do a ton of lurking in uh, the New Jersey Firearms Owners Syndicate, and we'll talk about that later as well, um, and a couple of the other areas, and I get a tremendous amount of information from you guys. It's, it's you guys, the listeners at Gun for Hire, and it's the subscribers of the syndicate that I get a lot of material from, so uh, I appreciate that. While we're on that, uh, the New Jersey Firearms Owners Syndicate page, Mark Cheeseman was on last week. So the New Jersey Firearms Owners Syndicate page has been closed, and it's now the New Jersey Firearms Syndicate page, the number two, numeral two, because they had so many complaints and strikes against them on Facebook. Remember, you can't use dollar signs. You can't mention the word like self-defense or what, you know anything that uh, Zuckerberg uh, deems uh, you know nasty. So all the guys there, Mark, Jason, everybody else, all the admins emailed me separate and in, you know and said please put the word out there. So before we go any further, New Jersey Firearms Syndicate two. We had eight thousand followers as of this morning. We only had two thousand on page number two. So we have six thousand more followers that have to migrate over and any new followers that may listen. Now, Mark and the guys are also in the works. They're going to come up with a, a web page. So they're probably going to get away from the Facebook altogether. So they'll have their own page hosted, which I will promote the shit out of. We will send it out in a mass email and everything when, when, when that comes time uh, to do. Uh, so, John, I want to address a couple of issues here. Um, there's three issues, two corrections, but, but three issues. Number one is... Last week, you know, I had gotten numerous emails that state police barracks were, were giving out this dated 124 form that you had to bring if you were applying for an out-of-state carry permit that you had to bring to the police department in your home state and town to fill out everything. So we had misinformation that it was supplanting. The state police weren't doing their job, and they were giving the work to the person to bring to the police department, which could end up, you know, uh, adding more time to their application. So I had good communication with the Totowa Barracks, the state police, and just the background, they went, uh, believe it or not, they went from 150 applications a year prior to 2023 to thousands of applications a year in 2024. So they're, 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 they're inundated. And of course, they've gotten no help, any more help. It's still the same amount of people, troopers working in that barracks. But this form has been around for a while. It was just revised on 124. And then the form is normally completed by the investigating trooper and sent out to try to expedite the process. The form was provided to the applicants that had not been processed. So I, we had a miscommunication. People were sending me this form saying, look what the state police are giving me. Well, normally the state police would fill it out and mail it to the department. The state police is trying to expedite your permit and telling you you bring this to your police department and cut us middleman out so we can get answers faster on your background check so i stand corrected and i apologize there and I, i'm so thankful we have a good relationship with the totoa barracks i'm thankful that they got back to me in a timely manner and it means they're listening to the show and it means that they're willing to increase the communication remember for how many years was it us and them yeah and it still is in many pockets in in the state so I commend those guys and girls over there. So thank you so much for that. So anybody who's applying for a, a non-resident out-of-state carry permit in New Jersey, 
if you go to your state police barracks and they give you that form, bring that to your police department ASAP and tell them it's needed uh, for you. And now the state police, obviously, if they don't get answers back, they'll reach out to your department. But hopefully you have a good department that will that will help you out on that. So let's move on from there. The next thing was somebody asked me if printing while carrying was illegal. And I kind of confused printing with brandishing. I screwed up. And Knappen happened to address on his show the same time that said printing is not illegal. So a lot of people obviously uh, email me uh, to correct me and say, Knappen said this and you said that. So, John, you're going to chime in after I talk about this because uh, this came from a guy named Pat, which I want to thank Pat. He goes, good morning. I listen to you and Knappen every week. My question is for concealed carry permit holder, is uh, printing of a firearm under a shirt illegal? And of course, I, uh, I said it was illegal, but he reached out to U.S. Law Shield, and U.S. Law Shield summarized this. He got, they wrote, it depends. Both are right. Anthony is coming from a preventative aspect. Evan is coming from a legal defense aspect. If you get arrested, Evan can defend you and explains in the podcast how he would. Anthony advises you to not get arrested. Side discussion about how it's both a good and, and bad that a gun-shaped item can cause alarm. If someone draws a gun-shaped object, that means you can shoot in self-defense, even if it's not actually a gun or a replica or is unloaded or is non-operational. Downside is, is that we live in a non-2A state where someone metaphorically shouting fire, gun, would or could use uh, this issue. I understand the difference now, Pat. So listen. I, I said it because we have guys coming into our range that are 400 pounds that are wearing a medium white t-shirt over their gun, which is outside the waistband, and the bottom of their gun is, is sticking out. Now, you do you. You do whatever you want to do. But I don't believe New Jersey's ready for this yet. I think we got to spoon feed people into it a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's better to have it more concealed than not. But again, I stand corrected. It is not illegal. John, give us your take on uh, printing, please. Well, everything here is, that you're saying, I agree with. And an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. Always, always, always. And I was once behind uh, a desk sitting across from an attorney getting advice. And I gave a scenario to him. And he said that, well, you would win in court. And I said to him, listen, I've already lost if I'm in court. So the goal yeah. is to not get into court. Um Jersey is, like you said, not really ready for all of this. I also think there's a lot of people that are oblivious, so we have that to our advantage. A lot of people have no clue that this is really going on, that we now have an armed populace. Yeah, now, yeah, do we have yeah. the do we have the 200,000 people that the state police said we were going to have and how there was going to be blood from the streets and there's so many people? I, no, I don't even think we're anywhere close to that 200,000 number. Uh, I'll get those numbers. I'm going to put in for them eventually. So I'm going to hold the public masters to task on that. I haven't forgotten that they've said that. Uh, but always, the, it's best practice. So you have what's legal and what's going to keep you out of the can, right? Um, if you if you can avoid printing, that's that's going to be my advice. Yeah, I mean, I I bring it to people's attention when they come into the range or the store, and it's people that I have friendly relationships with, not strangers. Um, I don't know. Uh, I have this story I'm going to share real quick. I got a gentleman that got pulled over by a cop and his gun was stuffed in a seat. And the uh, cop says, what's the gun doing? I have a carry permit. It's not in a holster. It doesn't have to be in a holster. He got locked up. Anyway, law firm, uh, the whole bit took six months to uh, undo everything. So, But, yeah, so you can print 
just be careful with it, okay? Just just everybody ought to be careful because you don't want to have to call up U, U.S. Law Shield. So did you hear what John said earlier about the amount of carry permits we have out there and he's going to file for a Freedom of Information Act? You're going to file an OPA request, right? This is what John does. He's out there all the time researching and trying to get answers behind enemy lines where, where most of us, we just report on stuff that's already been reported and we give our opinions on it. He's actually out there creating the news as the pen patriot. Am I right, John? Did I hit the right angle there? Yeah, I mean, I do write, as you know, a ton of commentary and opinion, but I do do uh, plenty of hard news, and I've had to do some difficult stuff. You know, I've had to deal with the FOIAs and the, the you know, Open Public Record Act request stuff, and uh, you put the work in, but it's it's worth it. it where it gets discouraging is, uh, you know, you turn around with a police department, you say, hey, I want those dash cam videos, the next thing you know, you're getting a receipt for 100 bucks. you owe them, uh, you know, money for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just usually pay for it out of pocket. It's, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I think the information getting out is important. You know, uh, it's it's interesting. They're going to continue to raise fees for FOIFA requests and stuff to discourage people from getting that information. Now that we have so much digital data out there, uh, it's all part of the master plan. So you're still, are you still writing for Bearing Arms and, uh, and, uh, I was going to say yep. shotgun news because I'm that old. <laughs> I uh, currently hold bylines at Bearing Arms. That's where I put most of my work through. Cam Edwards is great. I love um, Cam. You know, every, everybody is great, to be honest with you. Everybody that I've worked with is great. But I hold a byline at uh, Bearing Arms, uh, Ammo Land. And Freddie over there is the first guy that ever gave me a crack at this. That's what you and Another I Another Jersey guy. And, Cam yeah. is a Jersey guy. Freddie's a Jersey guy. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, the Truth About Guns, I, I have yeah. a byline over there. Um, Shooting News Weekly, that's a new one. It started at the beginning of the year. I've got a byline over there. I've gotten an article out already. And then uh, those are the those are the sites that I, you know, freelance for. And then I also, I try to throw as much love possible at News2A.com. Those guys, Sean and Grant, are, they were pivotal with the launch of the, the review website. And we can talk about that later. Um but news2a.com has got some phenomenal content coming out. Those guys write actual really good hard news. They, they see my articles coming, and they bounce it right into editorial because they want to make sure that what is hard news is really delineated as hard news, and I commend them for that. Um, so I'll, I'll try to toss them as you know some articles when I get an opportunity. I got something I'm working on for them uh, right now uh, involving the New Jersey PBA and involving how the police officers are upset that they need to have licenses to be police officers. And I remember one of the quotes the PBA representative said was, well, we didn't ask for these licenses. I mean, I don't know if that means anything to you, Anthony. Mm, yeah, we, we didn't ask for our licenses either. Yeah, exactly. And our, and our thing actually came with a license uh, when the, the country was founded, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, a, there was a huge win in the Third Circuit under Leosa case, too, where uh, uh, retired cops now, the Third District Appeals Court basically spanked New Jersey this week and said all Leosa qualified retired cops may carry a concealed firearm in New Jersey without having to obtain a New Jersey carry permit and that Leosa qualified retirees may carry hollow point ammunition in their concealed carry firearms. And New Jersey residents that are Leosa qualified are only required to qualify once within the previous 12 months. 
Okay, this, that's a big win. I don't know if uh, New Jersey is going to appeal it. They probably will. But it's amazing how even the AG, they hate the cops and they hate retired cops too. It's amazing how everybody falls in lockstep with the New Jersey leaders, especially the police unions. But meanwhile, the AG and the, and the governor, they hate the police. Yeah. It's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's incredible. I'd like to it's remind incredible. the listeners that this is the same AG that fell asleep during the oral arguments in the Third Circuit Court of Appeals uh, <laughs> hearing. So he nodded off. He was asleep. Um, I just night. want to get that out there in case uh, in case they're listening. You know, he did fall asleep. Amazing, right? But he, you know, he well, he just had a baby. So uh, you know, he just had a baby. So that's probably yeah. Why. You got to sort of maybe give him a. A pass on that. Yeah, <laughs> he I just did. had a baby. No quarter given. No quarter given. No quarter given. <laughs> so, uh, so talk to us. What else is going on? I, you're so active on obviously online every day. You're everywhere. I see everything. Tell us. Uh, so it's it's penpatriot.com. Yeah, that's the website that's kind of the clearinghouse for me as an individual. That that nickname that that was given to me. I didn't like just come up with that. Uh, I'm not that hubris. Uh, an individual is the head of training in uh, in Massachusetts. The gun owners actually, John Green, a good friend, had uh, given me that moniker about two years ago, and I saw that. I was like, "Oh, that's nice. I'm gonna take that." Uh, huh. And then a year later, I had a trademark on it. So <laughs> here, here we are. Yeah, very, so, very, very smart. Patriot. Very smart. Um, yeah, you spent so much time in Massachusetts with uh, Charlie Cook. I guess you're going to be moving there, right? <laughs> well, I went to school in Massachusetts. That's where my wife's family's from. So we're up there doing a lot of stuff. And uh, Charlie's a great, uh, a great content creator. He's a great, he's a great friend. And uh, if you guys don't tune into Riding Shotgun with Charlie, you really need to because his uh, his place is like the who's who of the gun world. Like he's. He's like the uh, historian of of our movement and very important work that's going on there. So I, I tell you know everyone to like subscribe. I'm going to have him on the show uh, for sure uh, to talk about that. But everybody should be uh, following him. His videos are great. He has dash cams in a car and he drives around and he talks to you and uh, it, it it's just great. And it was a great concept that he came up with. And uh, you know. Uh, I, I just love him so yeah he's a, he's a great guy he really is a great guy so so John talk to us what what the hell else is going on um, in the state of New Jersey is there any um, insight that you can talk to us about that uh, we're, we're not aware of that you're working well, on I think there's a little bit actually of a small inception story here for the, the listeners that don't know New Jersey did this to themselves you have these two-way heavy you know lifters if you, you want to lump me into that category cool you are you're uh, in that category I, I, you know we put a tremendous amount of effort and 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 work into this thing it's almost a borderline religion for some of us and the, and the reason it is it's new jersey's fault if they weren't as restrictive as they yep. were for as long as they were they wouldn't have gotten this kind of pushback from the people um so if they had just tossed us a couple of breadcrumbs here and there, we would have been complicit to be like, well, this is awful, but it's not as bad as and fill in the blank. Now it's like, you know, everybody will be like, everybody else is like, well, it's not as bad as New Jersey. So now you know that they've really jumped the shark. 
So you end up with these advocates that go, you know, very quickly from being uninitiated in firearms to, you know, you know, showing up in Trenton in, in, in yellow vests. And they did it to themselves. And if they, you know, just came to the table and were normal about it, um, we would not be dealing with this today, in my opinion. And now that the the Supreme Court said that the villagers are allowed to have their pitchforks, we know that the uh, the uh, glitterati up there has gone completely apoplectic. They don't know what to do with themselves. And and Governor Murphy, you're no better than Governor Wallace during the. Uh, Brown versus Board of Ed. You yes, are yeah. standing in the doorway of the schoolhouse. You are mm-hmm. disgusting. You are a bigot. And that's what's going on right now. The same stuff that went on during the civil rights era. Because this is a civil rights fight. Yep. You don't like it, Murphy. That's fine. You don't have to like it. But you have to respect it. It's the law of the land. And the people are allowed to have their pitchforks. He doesn't want to. Well, doesn't you know, want to acknowledge it. Anthony, back in the day, they they did acquiesce many times, and we as a group did roll over, and and, yep. and we we did concede to a lot of their ridiculous salami tactics, to where they just we don't want all your rights. We just want to take. We just want to, you have to have some common sense. We just want a little bit. We just just give a little concession. And that did work for so many years, including, you know, with gun groups. I'm not going to name them, but particular gun groups went along with it, too. But then they got greedy, like John is saying. They just they just lost their minds. They they figured we, we grabbed an inch. Why not take a mile? Correct. 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 And uh, it's, it's just never ending. And, you know, you said it's almost a religion for us. So I, I live, eat, breathe, and shit Second Amendment and New Jersey issues. I mean, it's, it's just that's my whole life is wrapped around that. And I have to stop and reset like when I go out with my wife or something. You know, mm-hmm. I have to stop and go, oh, are those lilies or those roses over there? Like I have to you know, because I just can't turn it off. That's why I don't have a, 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 a smartphone anymore. I have a flip phone. Because otherwise, I'm on it 24-7. I'm checking what's going on. It's bad enough I have an iPad everywhere so I can, you know, at work and at home and my house in Florida. So as soon as I get in front of it, I can see what's going on in all things 2A in New Jersey. But it's not. It's nonstop. It's all-encompassing. It's consuming. Look at the guys on New Jersey Firearm Syndicate 2 page. They're, they're, those admins are, I post a radio show 3 o'clock in the morning. A second later, an admin approved your post. Who the hell else is up three o'clock in the morning <laughs> on Sunday besides me, right? And then somebody posts a question, 4.54 in the morning, Mark Cheeseman answers, Ed Hammer answers. It's not even six o'clock in the morning and there's nine responses on the chain already. John Petrolino posts it. It's, we're all crazy. And again, we're the small unit of crazies, probably 25,000 people. And John, I agree, there's probably not 100,000 carry permits in the state of New Jersey so far we've done about thirty thousand at gun for hire though well oh that's I got, beautiful I, I gotta tell you we've done about thirty thousand so uh another that's, reason that's why the beautiful. governor i have a huge target on my back with the ag and the governor and we do everything by the book and follow it up and we cross all our t's and dot our you i's you know because he'd love to have my yeah, head on a pike absolutely you know uh and uh but yeah i i would say we're not at a hundred thousand um in the state of New Jersey, and I agree with you. If they just left us alone, 
the newness would have worn out. We yep. would have peaked and it would have leveled off. But now you pissed people off so much. Again, telling people they can't do it. I know that's how I get. When you tell me I can't do something, <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. I got to okay. do it twice. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> uh, listen, I, 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 pay I pay a lot of taxes. And the way we get treated in this state, I'm going to give you guys a, an example. You're, you're ready for this example, Sandy? Uh, in Florida... I want to change the plates on the minivan, the Kia Carnival. I want to change it from uh, New Jersey, uh, from New Jersey to Florida, because there's a huge tax decrease, right? Mm -hmm. You go online, you make an appointment. It tells you everything you need. They have a checklist, so you can go through it. Make sure you have these items before you come. I click the checklist, John, and I confirm my appointment, and I get an email and a text message a minute later with a link. 10 minutes before my appointment, I'm at DMV, I click the link, I walk into the room, I sit down. Four minutes before my appointment, I get a text message, John is coming to see you. As I'm reading the text message, hi, Anthony, yes, I'm John, come with me. We go sit in a little kiosk. 17 minutes later, I walk out with my new registration and license plates. <laughs> it's the so same in Alabama. Is, the public <clears throat> servants are public servants. Yes. Now, how would that have played out in New Jersey? Oh gentlemen? my God! Well, you would have stood in the wrong line for two hours, right. and then they would have put you in another line for another two hours. <laughs> and somebody chewing bubble gum like a cow, smacking their lips, is going to be like, "Ah, you got to, you got to come back on Wednesday. We don't even do that today." Yeah. Who so, told you to come here? <laughs> and, and John, you are when I went DMV. When I went online to book the appointment, there was five offices in Lee County, so I could see what dates and times yeah. were available in right. each office. And then you could also click to go on a hold where you're alerted if there's cancellations. So if you have a flexible schedule, I was getting text messages, there's an appointment today at 4 o'clock if you'd like to go, instead of wow. Wednesday at, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Holy shit, I'm like, this is like user-friendly. This is like, a, this is like a, a, a capitalism. This is like an independent business. Right. The same thing I mean, happened well, with us, too. We, when we, uh, we, <sighs> we had to, we've been here long enough where I had to repay the registration for the, for the car. And... We went over to the county, you don't go, there is no really DMV, you go to the county probate's office. And you know the girl who's usually at the front, who's like the receptionist kind of a person? Yeah, her well, job is because she hates everybody and it's to deflect you and deflate you and treat you like shit in New Jersey. Go right, ahead. <laughs> not here. They're very welcome. Hi, so, oh, so I hope you weren't waiting too long. And ah. then you, you, you give them this stuff and they're like, is there any changes in this? No. Okay, here's your tag. <laughs> I was like, don't I have to see anybody else? No, here it is. And then you leave, you know. And uh, I have a, uh, a, what do you call it, uh, uh, an FOP uh, license plate. So I had to show my FOP card and just to make sure that you're still an active member. And that's it. And they give you your tag. Mm. And that was the same way when we went to register the car. But it's not even that. John, when we first came here, like... Um, Alabama is a constitutional carry state like Florida. And uh, yet I applied for a carry permit because I wanted the reciprocity. So sure. on a Wednesday evening, about nine o'clock, I went on the uh, county sheriff's uh, site. 
I filled out my application for the carry permit. No shit. Nine o'clock the next morning, my phone rings. It's the sheriff's office saying, your permit's ready. Would you want us, you want to come pick it up or do you want us to mail it to you? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Who is this? <laughs> then you heard the... Yeah, you're living in the twilight zone. It's like New Jersey trying to get uh, poor people trying to get unemployment in New Jersey. Super smooth. By the time you get your unemployment, you're able to get a PhD waiting on your first check. You know, Uh, super smooth. Just so, so John, let me ask you a question. What did it for you? At what point in your life? What did it for you? What made you? become a second amendment advocate why there was like in two stages the first stage was i was 21 years old and i marched down to the middletown new jersey police station not too far away from his hoarseness lives except he lives right on the navisink so yeah yeah it was a, i used to i used to drive past his house when i would go to work on the ferry boats right us peasants you know Bring, yeah. Bringing people to New York. But anyhow. Drive past I, 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 the gate of his house. I, 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 open invitation, too. And this is an open. I'm going to take this opportunity. Murphy, uh, Platkin, uh, Danielson, any of you guys ever want to speak, I will talk to you guys. I'm happy to do so. I will be polite. I will. I would love to interview you guys. John at thepenpatriot.com. Uh, I give you an open forum. Any day that you want to talk, we could get together, uh, and I'll interview you. I, I would Bravo. love to do that. Um, open door policy. But anyhow, I marched myself over at uh, to the police station, 21 years old. I walked in there, and the, the gal at the desk, I said, hi, I'd like to uh, apply for a permit to, to carry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is and this was a minute or two ago, right? This is over twenty years ago, well over twenty years, and uh, she said, you, uh, "You, you can't." And I'm like, "What do you mean I can't?" She, <laughs> she goes, "You can't, you can't get a permit to carry." I said, "What are you talking about? It's my constitutional right." You're a peasant. She, <laughs> she said, "Not in New Jersey. It's not." Oh, and I said. And I said, give me the paperwork. You can't stop me from <laughs> filling out the paperwork. So she handed me the two the two fingerprint cards, the light blue one, the dark blue one, the, the, the whole application packet that's printed on the Xerox Man, you're old. Got, you know, all the, the little bops and blips on the paper because they haven't changed the, the drum out in like a decade. Mm. And, and uh, Mr. IBM himself made it. And uh, I took all the paperwork and I threw it in the trunk of my 83 Cutlass Oldsmobile Supreme. And that's where it's sad. I never did anything with them. I'm not applying. I'm clearly going to fail here. Uh, but that's that's what I realized when she said, you know, not New Jersey. It's not my right. I said, holy cow. And that festered with me for a really, really long time. Um, and then what started to happen was I used to write in different arenas. I was a writer in the, um, you know, creative writing sphere for a very, very long time. Time. And I had pretty decent success at it as well. And I was realizing that any time that I talked about liberties and fundamental rights and things that I held, you know, dear to me, these people got very hostile towards me. I was like, you know, we, we, everybody's welcome and we love everybody's opinion except for mine, clearly. Yep. <laughs> um, 
so that's when I, I realized that there was a gigantic chasm between, you know, libertarianism and, you know, the world of arts and culture. It's like, well, I can't hang out with these guys anymore. They're completely burying my opinions, you know. Um, so I festered for a little bit. And that's when in, it was like Kismet 2015, I had answered an ad to a, a different uh, a website that was looking for content creators. And I had gotten with them. I was going to write about the Steve Sweeney recall. And uh, that guy said, yeah, you can write about that. That's great. And then uh, I wrote this uh, incredible magnum opus, 6,000-word article that's really disgustingly long. And, and that's when I met you, Anthony. I believe that's when we first met. Yep. Was, but but that, when I wrote that article, or yep. maybe we might have met at an Appen thing, but I think we met then. Um, and I interviewed you. I interviewed Alexander Rubian and uh, I covered it. That This other site kind of blew me off. They never got back to me. So I won't name who they are. They're still out there. And that's when I approached Freddie. And, uh, you know, I talked to Freddie about it. And he said, uh, all right, we'll, we'll take a look at it. And he, he's like, yeah, it is long. It, that's, that's a long article, but we're going to run it. And that was my first article that came out. It was on the Steve Sweeney recall. If you go to Ammo Land right now, you know. Uh, you can still find that article with uh, me and Anthony talking, and it's it's an, almost a complete history of uh, modern New Jersey gun issues, not the stuff like Jay Factor does, uh, but talking about you know the magazine restrictions and everything else that was brewing at that time. Um, and then I just got hooked, and you pair that with the fact that you have this subversive government. Like I said, they did it to themselves. They yeah. made me an advocate and an activist because they told me no so many times. How many of us in our ranks, Cheeseman, Factor, how, how, Scott Bach, all became two-way activists because they were told no. Me too. Sandy Berardi. I mean, yeah. everybody. I mean, I grew up, uh, you know, uh, we've discussed my story, the same thing. I got pissed off because I felt I was treated like a criminal when I had to go fill out all the paperwork and everything. This is back in the day in Belleville, same as you. I didn't apply for a carry originally, just my purchase permit. And then I wanted to get a carry permit. And I went, you know, back then there was no internet. People don't understand. When I got into it, there was no internet. And the, it was it was misinformation, more misinformation than information. So so that's what did it for you. So then you wrote that first article. And then it seems like your whole life took a a, a, a turn in that two-way direction, John, because how did you how did you come up with decoding firearms? How did you get from there to there? Yeah, so it was like slowly trotting along. I felt like a million bucks. I'm like, I, I, I got an article published. I'm, I'm the man. Well, I, I don't know about that. All right, I had a article published, and um, I had stuff trickle through. I would, I would feed stuff into to Ammo Land here and there. We're not talking about super prolific. And I had an opportunity. I was editing somebody else's book. It was this Massachusetts guy. And as I was editing it, I was like, oh, man, I would do this so differently. Um, and this was a time uh, time period when the NRA did away with the First Steps pistol class. Mm -hmm. And I thought the First Steps pistol class was a great program, um, especially for people that needed to have training for, for gun uh, clubs. Especially you got a guy that's been shooting for 25 years. That doesn't mean he's going to be safe. That doesn't mean he's right. going to be the best. Oh, correct. But, you know, and we have tons of students 
that take the, the, the NRA uh, beginner pistol class because they want to apply for like their Florida carry permit and they come out saying, I, I, I came in thinking I know everything. I really learned a lot. We hear it all the time. I mm. love that we hear that all the time because there's always something you can learn. I've been saying for years, you don't have to take just gun for hire classes. There is no dogmatic way of learning. You need to, you need to learn different perspectives. So continue, John, I digress. Yeah, no. So, and I always thought that that first steps pistol class was the perfect class to to gauge. You say, okay, you're looking at this person. Well, how much work do we really need to put into them? If they've got it, they got it. If they don't got it, and it turns more into a conversation than a class. You're going over the material together. Yep. So when when the NRA did away with that, I was like, man, I need to come up with my own class. And I wrote a class. Uh, a seminar that would run maybe, you know, three, you know, two hours, depending on your, your level of experience, two to, to four hours. And uh, it's set up to be more of a dialogue where you go over everything. So I had this outline done and uh, uh, I was like, well, you know, I wish I had a handout that I could give to people when they leave the class. And, uh, you know, it's not like I'm running the John Petrolino shooting school. I'm an independent guy. I teach the classes on the side, you know, hey, I want some training. You know, I'll train some people, right? You know, it's not like I'm doing this full-time commercially. Sure. But I saw the need. I saw the need for this for me, to, for students. And, uh, well, I want a handout. So I, I subscribe to something called the Coffee Table University. The idea is that you come back from hanging out with me and then you put this pamphlet or this handout on your coffee table and then it's there for you to pick up and read and look at later and then maybe your spouse or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever you are or your kids will pick up that material too and that's like you know almost like a little bit of an apple seed and uh so when i got done outlining what i thought needed to be in the uh in the handout and i started writing it and i finished it, it came up to a 266 page book damn um, <laughs> yeah that's how it was born it was born because i wanted to make a handout for my students that's that's why if i um, walked into your class as a beginner you handed me a 267 page handout i'd be like uh, i have to go to restroom and then you'd hear my car pulling out of the parking lot <laughs> 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 If the check cleared, that's fine, Anthony. That's right. Uh, that's all that matters. <laughs> no, I just, you know, but hey, hopefully you'll take the book with you, you know, and that's the thing. And for a lot of people, I say, hey, just, you know, if they want to take a class that they're apprehensive, you got a lot of people, are just read the book and then get back yeah. to me, you know, and then we can talk about it, you know. Uh, my email address is in the book. So people had reached out to me and I got, I got students that way and it, and it worked out well. This was 2020. So at the same time that the book was rolling out is when Amoland approached me about coming on as a freelance writer, as in, here's the deal. Well, we want you to do this, 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 and this. And, uh, you know, what do you think about that? And it come to some sort of an agreement. And I was like, well, I like this agreement. And uh, that's when I started to really do a lot of work for them. I was doing the Freedom of Information Act request work for them. And uh, I also started submitting more and more to Bearing Arms. Now, I think my first article with Bearing Arms was about Mark Cheeseman. It was as soon as uh, it was as soon as Cam Edwards took over as the editor over there at Bearing Arms. I reached out to him like immediately, and uh, he published this article uh, about Mark Cheeseman, whichever case he was in at the time. I think that was the case that went up to the Supreme Court. This was in 2019. Um, so that article had come out, and I was putting things out in dribs and drabs over there. Then I started to, you know, do some stuff at the Truth About Guns, and now, you know, here we are. 
a couple of years later. So the majority of the work that I've done was from 2020 to present. Yes, I did a bunch of work from 2015 to 2020. But to give you an idea, maybe 30, 40 articles in those few years. And now I'm sitting on over 700 articles. So, oh, my God. Um, yeah, I've got over 700 articles published in Bearing Arms, Ammo Land, The Truth About Guns, Shooting News Weekly. Um, I was doing some stuff for the Second Press. Uh, Armed Lifestyle, that's a free magazine. You can mm -hmm. check them out. I'll toss them some love. News 2A, of course. Those guys are great. And that's kind of what happened. That was the, the progression. I didn't just wake up and say, you know, uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done. It just happened. And I, and I remember talking to my wife and I, you know, I don't I don't really talk about her publicly a lot because I try to respect my family's, you know, uh, privacy. But I remember talking to her about this. And, well, you know, I got to do this this podcast thing. And, uh, you know, should I set something up a little bit more permanent? Should I do something about it? She's like, well, you know, I think once the book is done, you know, and the, the excitement's wore off, you know, you're probably not going to be doing too many of these things. Well, where did I find myself talking at gun rights policy conference? I find myself at San Diego County Gun Owners Gun Prom as a as a VIP guest. Um, so did we underestimate that? Um, and she's great. And, and, and my family is great about being supportive of this. And, and honestly, it's, you know, the work-life balance, I try to bring them to as many things as possible. But to be honest, it gets kind of boring for yep. them. So, um, you know, there's some work that's that's being done there. But uh, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for, for the time that they, they give me to do this stuff because I'm trying to leave behind a legacy to where my children have a country. And I firmly believe that if we lose the Second Amendment, we, we lose the whole entire box of marbles. It's all over. And, you know, if you look at history and the way things are, the only thing that's separating us and tyranny of, like, Europe and what's going on there, you know, like, they're dumping manure out there in yeah. Paris in <clears throat> protest. Yeah. The farmers are doing that. Well, you know, is that what we want to be? Is we want to be the people that only have trucks of dung to defend ourselves? No. Like, right now, we still are an armed populace, and I think that's the only thing that keeps our government in check. I believe so as well. Sandy, are we ready for a break? We are. All right, let's do some uh, housekeeping, and then John's going to come back and talk more about our crazy world of Second Amendment activism and how we're the worst people and the best people all in one. Go ahead, Sandy. Oh, it's me. It's you. Sorry. New York. NYTACDefense.com. NYTACDefense.com. Use one word, gun for hire, for 15% off your monthly membership. If you live anywhere in New York, New York City, New York State, you need NYTAC Defense. It is a legal defense fund. The other 49 states, U.S. Law Shield. You see how quick U.S. Law Shield responded to Pat's question about uh, printing of a gun? USLawShield.com. Use gun for hire, one word, uh, code word for your discount. Uh, Decoding Firearms by John Perpcholino is available at Aberdeen Guns and Ammo and uh, in Monmouth County, as well as Gun for Hire, as well as Amazon, as well as Kindle. Of course, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game is available in the same places. My Doctor, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. John, you might want to give uh, Dr. Joe a call if you're um, with the issues we had discussed about that, that thing that, that won't heal that you have in your private parts from your trip to Cambodia. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, yeah, you can After that, it's Is it still weeping? 
Yeah. No, it's scabbed. It's scabbed. The plasma's not coming oh, out. Good. OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. Dr. Joe Sambatero for a few hundred dollars a month. Concierge Medicine. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is always looking for junior rifle members 12 to 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air, air rifle competition. They are our future. L-A-K-E-I-S.org. Uh, also, news2a.com. News number two, letter A.com. Check them out, please. Varsity Firearms Podcast, John Valenti. I just sent an email to John Valenti. I'm going to have him on Gun for Hire Radio. Uh, next week's show is going to be Melissa Dini and Andrew Proctor. Uh, the week after is going to be Tony Simon. Hopefully, he's going to be living up to that challenge so I can make another $500 donation. We'll be seeing about that. And uh, we'll see. What, and then after that, I'm going to have John Valenti on. Please, we're up to 500 businesses, products, and services on StandStrong.biz now. What a community we've created. Before you buy anything, go to StandStrong.biz and check it out. Don't give your money to people that hate you. Give your money to people that think and like-minded like us and support those who support you. Anthony has said that a long, long time ago. Uh, real quick, this was from Rich M. You know, you know the, the, the guy who shot up uh, Manhattan with a gun in Times Square last week? He, the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, uh, John, they didn't charge him with having a firearm in a sensitive place, even though he had the gun in Times Square. That wasn't one of his charges. The, they really do hate us. Yeah, they, they really <laughs> do hate us. that's reasonable, isn't it? Maybe that's reasonable. Yep. They, they really, uh, yeah, really do hate us. If it was a, if it was a citizen... They would have charged him if it was a carry permit holder. Yeah, if it was because a boy scout illegal, from Nebraska. Correct. But because he was an illegal committing a felony, why charge him with another felony? Hey, he's in enough trouble yeah, already. Sure. You know? So, John, you know, it's amazing how we've had this defining moment. And then you feel you see the Stockholm Syndrome in New Jersey. And I always say all the time, gun people are the best people and, and the worst people. Doesn't it really get under your, your, your skin when, when the gun people attack the gun people? Well, it's difficult uh, to deal with. And as as an activist advocate myself, I, I've drawn some plenty of heat. And it's like, listen, I am one person that does this as a side hustle, you know, and I do this because I like I said, I want to make sure I leave a country behind for our children. Um, and I find that, that here's the thing. If you got a problem with someone or if there's something going on, get them on the phone. And talk to him like an individual. There's no reason to do this computer, telephone, tough guy stuff. Get him on the phone. Talk to him about your gripes. But there's like a lot of that infighting and the comments and the and the, the bombastic remarks and all, all kinds of things like that. That It's just nonsense. And, and for me in my work, um, again, nobody should have an excuse to be upset with, you know, stories I'm not covering or stories I am covering. Like, Email me, John at thepenpatriot.com, and I'll give you an audience. And if, if there's something there worth writing about, I'll, I'll definitely do it. Or if there's something that requires a retraction, uh, I'll do it too. Uh, but, but on the other side of this equation, Anthony, is with, with these freedoms that are coming in and we have the Stockholm Syndrome, eyes are opening up. And what did you just rattle off that whole list? News2a.com. Those guys got started because they wanted to do something. They wanted to be part of the, of the solution. Yep. John Valenti, he, he's doing a 
supportive of my work, and he's very supportive of of everyone else as well. Um, Another new one, I I heard you mention him a couple of weeks ago, uh, New Jersey Patriot News, Matthew Bartke. Matthew Bartke is blowing it out of the water with his quick-form, short-form podcast. You guys need to get online and, and, and get into that, New Jersey Patriot News. There's so much great stuff going on in New Jersey, like Tony Simons, the uh, the diversity shoot. All of these people have come up and to the plate. They've decided to swing because they want to make the state better. So the infighting, listen, if you're not doing something and if you're not bringing something to the table, like maybe just keep your comment to yourself. Just donate some money. That, that's another thing. There's plenty of places that need money. ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS, the diversity shoot, FPC, SAF. Um, and that's another way you could be part of this battle. You don't have to be a writer. You don't have to be a podcaster. Lord knows I'm not a video guy. I've only got a face for radio. But uh, uh, you could be part of this of this too. This is nothing new, John. Anthony, uh, how many death threats did we get 15 years ago when we started this? Oh, my God. I still get, well, anyway, I I don't like to talk about it because it perpetuates more, uh, because I'm the only one that's allowed to open the mail at Gun for Hire. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so, John, I, I get it, and then... The attacks just piss me off because, you know, we all have our pluses and minuses. Everybody brings different things to the table. You, you know, it, it's the same thing with all the all the two-way organizations like FPC, NRA, SAF, Hammer and Anvil, baby. They all, CNJFO, ANJRPC, they, they all have separate areas of focus let them all do their thing there's no need to minimize or downgrade another group or organization to 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 boost your organization you know we're doing great work doing doing shit work i don't know about that let's go back and look and see what all the different organizations have contributed over over the years and there's a lot of neck and neck races there that i'm glad that they were all involved in if we didn't have four or five cases a year hitting the supreme court we wouldn't have gotten brewing Right. You're absolutely, absolutely right. Right. It wouldn't. We knew eventually one was going to stick. Timing was going to be right. Right. So, and the next big thing is coming up through the ranks as we speak right now. And is it going to be FPC, NRA, GOA? I don't know. I don't care. But I'm thankful for all of the Second Amendment groups out there, and I support them all. And that's why I'm always willing to have everybody on the show and talk about the things, unless you attack me personally. Uh, oh, yeah. Then you're dead to me. You know, uh, uh, at least for a week or two, you know, go ahead. I've I've got a mentor in this thing of ours, and I don't even think that the the guy knows that I consider him a mentor because we don't communicate super regularly. But it's somebody that's a friend of the show, somebody that you guys know, a friend of ours. And something he said to me many, many years ago, it was back in 2015 when I first got into this game. Um. He said to me, he said, you know, when you do your work, what you need to do is you need to ask yourself, is what I'm about to do going to advance the Second Amendment? And if it's not going to advance the Second Amendment, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Mm. Um, and And sometimes that means that you're not going to cover a story or you're not going to comment on something or you're not going to get involved 
you're not going to, you know, quote unquote, defend yourself or your position because it's not going to help advance the Second Amendment. At the same time, that might also mean having to eat certain amounts of crow that you don't want to have to do. And when when this individual said all of this to me, it really stuck with me. And I really try to do my damnedest and my hardest to make sure that, you know, what I'm doing is going to help and aid the Second Amendment itself. And that's who I work for. Yeah, I, I might get checks from all of these different places that I write for. And, and let me tell you, I'm not... I'm not paying off my mortgage with these checks. I do get paid, but it's not like I get tons of money for you know the work I do. I do it because I genuinely love it. But yeah, so I might have a byline at Bearing Arms, and I might have a byline at, at Ammo Land and all of these other places. But who do I work for? I work for the Second Amendment, and I work for the people. And I think that's a very important thing to keep in mind. So all the advocates and activists that are out there... You know, if you're getting down on yourself because you're dealing with some of this infighting and some of this stuff, as long as what you're doing is a genuine push forward that is about the preservation of the civil liberty, you can rest easier. Right. So, so listen, listen to this. So, um, I had Teresa Einacker on, and you know, she's big with the Women for Gun Rights slash DC Project, and they have a fundraiser April twentieth. So after talking to her, I went online and I, I bought a $500 two-ticket package. My wife and I are going to be attending their uh, gala on April 20th at the mansion on Main Street in Voorhees. And I also gave a challenge to Tony Simon that if he would wear a crop top uh, women for gun rights teal t-shirt, I will donate another $500. And what did Tony do? He's in. The picture's coming soon. <laughs> He's going to be posing for it because he's a, he, he, he's a team player like that. He'll be on the show in a, in a in a two weeks from now. We're going to be discussing this and laughing about it. Tony started the second is for everyone where he does uh, diversity shoots. They were originally started at Gun for Hire many, many years ago, and he'll be on talking about that. Uh, the next one is uh, John Acapinti took over the North Jersey Friends of the NRA dinner. And uh, he says ticket sales are awesome. And, and listen to this. Tony Gallo from Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, they bought a table to the dinner already. Uh, our buddy John Zeller from Aberdeen Guns and Ammo, he's donated a $500 gift certificate. Uh, Brian Nadu from Sharp by Design LLC, custom knife maker, he donated a couple, couple of his custom knives for a tricky trade. Where do you see these knives? These knives are impossible to buy, by the way. He puts them online and people bid for the opportunity to buy one. And, and they're, and they're going to be on there. And Gun for Hire may have donated a $3,000 gift card uh, for this. And there'll be other things there as well. And that's friendsofnra.org forward slash events. If you have a business product or service that you would like to donate, please email fod1 at optonline.net, fod1 at optonline.net. John Acapinti and his son, John Jr., are going to be on Gun for Hire Radio uh, in a couple of weeks as well, talking about all the, do the donors and sponsors and everything. These are the things that really uh, keep me going, John. You know, when I get the hate mail or I've been exposed uh, uh, as, a, as a, a covert dem donor or whatever, <laughs> Um, by the way, uh, you know, when I, when I, when I, when I get that type of stuff, wh whatever, I just blow that up. By the way, Mark Cheeseman had a run in with that tool bag as well. The one who keeps trying to expose me as a democratic donor. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So anyway, 
<laughs> but this is what, what really keeps me going. Like this NRA dinner is going to be an epic dinner. It's going to be a night where we're all going to be together in the same room and, and having a great time. So I hope everybody uh, can make it. It's going to be October 2nd, so you've had plenty of notice. Also, if you go to CNJFO's website, CNJFO's website, you can buy tickets for the Women for Gun Rights DC Project fundraiser on April 20th. And again, I will be there with my lovely wife. So uh, anybody that wants to go, please uh, buy your tickets and show your support. I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful night. I haven't been to the mansion on Main Street yet in Voorhees, but he's a big 2A guy and sp he's sponsoring that event. So I have to go there just for that. He's also on the uh, standstrong.biz. So, so, John, what, what advice can you give people uh, that are having an awakening and, and they're into the Second Amendment? Obviously, you've given so many outlets for information, but, uh, you know, my advice is always just keep slogging along, as Scott Bach would say. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough race we're in right now, and it's all with the courts at this point, and it's going to take forever. But one of the things that, that enlightens me and keeps me going is regardless of all the roadblocks, we have concealed carry in New Jersey. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the thing. So, Murphy tried so hard to stop this, but we can leave our home as an armed populace and go about our day completely armed all day, depending on where you go. So mm. they lost. They did not win. They lost. Isn't that a great feeling, knowing that, that we can have, afford our family the same protection that he gets that we pay for? <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> it's amazing that, you know, their details know that they hate them, but yet they still have to protect them yeah. or at least give the illusion of protection because I wouldn't want people protecting me that know that I hate them. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Because if the shots were fired, I'd be ducking. Yeah. I, I, guess, I guess my advice... To, to would-be patriots and those who are opening their eyes is get educated. So as far as the, the corporeal, you know, get training on, on firearms use and handling, you know, to do the above and beyond. Get as, as familiar as you can with your firearms as possible. And then also on the education front is learn and know the laws where you live, you know, because we know you have listeners all over the, the country. I, I think... One of the first fans that I ran into was a guy in Florida. You remember that, Anthony? They says, oh, I yes. know about you from Gun For Hire Radio. I ran into a guy in Florida that was baffled that I was down at this event, you know, from New Jersey. Um, so there's patriots all over the country that are listening. So learn your jurisdiction. Learn the rules and the regulations where you live. And then, you know, get involved on the other front where you are engaging your politicians. Now, there are areas like new jersey that are hostile to the second amendment there are areas in the country where people aren't hostile to the second amendment do what you can do to try to forge relationships and a lot of people say ah the letters they don't do anything the emails don't do anything never Bullshit. stop sending the correspondence pepper them and uh, you know paper letters they speak volumes for sure yes. send those paper letters yes. you can send the emails too yeah but if you They're pepper them deleted. with paper letters yep. you know it's something that they have to hold and touch it's a little bit more of a personal spin on it um and that's kind of my advice is 
it's all revolving around information and education. You need to learn, and then, and then if you want to do, there's plenty of organizations that are in dire need of, of volunteers. And yes. you, you always hear about them. They, they, they need people. It takes bodies to make this stuff happen. And as Anthony and Sandy, you know this. When we show up at these things and we do this stuff, it's some of the same 50, 60, 120 yeah. people that are, yeah, are constantly, you know, coming. You know, it's like, well, which business card are you handing out today? You know, like when I was at the Great American Outdoor Show, I get the, the NRA board member uh you know, business card from somebody who's, well, here's the business card for the other thing that I do, and here's the business, you know, like, so you got people that, you know, we're wearing multiple hats. So there's definitely an, an arena for you. There's a place. If you want to participate, there's definitely a place for you, and all you have to do is reach out. You know, um, uh, you talk about the reach. I'm, I'm walking out of a restaurant with my wife the other night in southwest Florida, and there's two couples waiting to be seated. And I'm in, like, I'm 63 years old. They're probably in their 70s. And the one guy's a real gray hair, gray beard guy. And as we're walking out the door, he points to me, he goes, I listen to you every week. <laughs> I'm like, cool. That's Thank great. you so much for your support. And my wife, his, my wife, my wife looks at me like quizzically and his wife goes, I know your voice. <laughs> so it, it was funny. So shook hands, said had a good have a good night. He said have a good night. It was I just I love when 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 stuff like that happens, you know. Uh, but yeah, get involved, donate. Listen, the, the NRA dinner is coming up. The the DC project uh, is coming up. These are great opportunities to get involved. And in. I've been telling people forever: if you have a business, product, or service, donate. Gun people can be the best people we see what's going on listen if i if i go i i go through the the stanstrong.biz i've eaten at every restaurant in stanstrong.biz you, you know like that's that's like my first go-to whenever possible i don't want to give my money to people that hate us right so i mean everybody should be doing the same thing looking to support those who support you it is so important because let's face it they hate us man and oh, anything yeah. we can do not to give them our money and again continue can like you say continue to uh, volunteer and get involved and get active you know like all of these admins are constantly on the new jersey firearms owner syndicate two page now making sure people aren't posting the wrong thing and, and answering properly and making sure people aren't attacking each other hell they're not getting paid for that these are people volunteering countless hours of their time to make sure that people are educated properly and the word gets out. And that's what really defines us is the way we treat each other. It really does define us because if you don't think the anti-gunners are on those pages and watching us and when they see us attacking each other and they see misinformation, they're laughing. They're, they're laughing oh, and oh, you know what I mean? And they're wringing their hands. Uh, for sure. So, John, what else, what else do you have to add before Sandy sure. tells us we're out of time and cuts Bef us off like he always before does? We... pain in the ass. <laughs> I love you guys. Before we wrap up, I did want to do the and we talked about Please. this. The, the new website is the squarereviews.com. The That's square, it, yes. S-Q-U-A-R-E, squarereviews.com. And it's a product and travel review site. It's it's 
been put together for things that red-blooded Americans are, are going to be into. And it's apolitical. It's non-sectarian. But you could go over there, and I'm giving honest reviews on uh, – on, i got a holster up there already. I've got uh, a magazine carrier, a couple of flashlights. Uh, some travel things that are in there as well. And I'm bringing on some writers, so you're going to see some stuff from some other New Jersey patriots as well as people uh, across the country. I've got a couple of contributors uh, that are interested in, in writing for me. And if, if anybody is interested in writing, you can email me, john at thepenpatriot.com. I'm, I'm looking for people. I can't pay anybody at this juncture. What? But if Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I, I'll... <laughs> I, I will be paying people before I draw a check myself. Mm. At this juncture, I want to be able to just break even. So maybe we could talk about this in a year or two. Uh, but yes, w- once we can break even, I'll, I'll pay contributors. Uh, but the squarereviews.com is going to be a place where you could go to uh, to get it. You know the information with no BS. You cannot pay me off. Well, you can pay me off, but that doesn't mean I'm going to say something nice about your product. You could you could definitely pay me off, but I'll still give an honest review and opinion of a product. And uh, that's also on all the socials. You can find that on Facebook, The Square Reviews, Instagram, The Square Reviews, and then on Twitter or X, whatever it's called. It's Square underscore Review because somebody already had The Square Reviews bastard so uh that's my shameless plug plug for the website and then uh decoding firearms uh please do check it out and like anthony said uh he's got it at his shop if you're gonna buy it buy it from anthony he's got it on his online e-store as well uh make them work make them have to to pick and pack the book i know (laughs) order it through anthony uh for sure and uh, i guess that's my my shameless plug on everything and Again, open door policy, John at thepenpatriot.com. I want to hear from you. Danielson, feel free to give me an email. We'll sit down. We'll have a cup of coffee. We can't go any place that sells alcohol for consumption on the premises. <laughs> nope. I'm very sorry. Um, and if you don't understand why, well, I don't know what to tell you. But we could go to like a coffee shop or something like that. Um, Murphy, Platkin, you guys want to get together? You want to have some cigars? I'm, I'm game. Let's do it. Let's sit down. Let's chat. I'll give you a fair shake. I really will. What would cigars do to Murphy's teeth? Make probably make him look better. <laughs> we need to get like a, a you know a couple of boxes to fill in the gaps. Ooh, there we go. I can't even think about that. Uh, you know, we have a new class uh, <clears throat> at Gun for Hire. We have a terrorism awareness class. Nice. Yeah, we have terrorism aware. Uh, with 800,000 a month coming over the southern border, <laughs> I think that's probably a good oh, idea. Oh, move along. Nothing to see here. There's, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's true. Yeah, it's probably I mean, 900,000. So <laughs> It's almost all military age men crossing yeah, our poorest border. Yeah. I don't see any females or kids. It's, From, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, like China and the Middle East and, you know, no problem. Yeah, That's like the big push when they had them come across the border a number of years ago. You, said, you know, they flooded the border. And you had all these people wearing, like, really clean, brand-new clothes mm. with, like, designer <laughs> imaging, trademarked stuff, brand-new cell phones. I'm like, 
you guys look like you're a better condition than my people were when they came over on <laughs> a boat. Damn right, on a freaking said, boat somewhere and slept on I, somebody's kitchen table. <laughs> I got like a, a great uncle that got sent back to the homeland because he had a sniffle. It's like, you know. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. And renamed. Back, renamed yeah, it, the, you know, at the. At the uh, uh, at the statue, at the foot of the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> back to the southern Italy to dig rocks in the dirt for another couple of years until your sniffle goes away. Right, so true. Um, yeah, but, but whatever. I'm just making just an saying. observation. Yeah, crazy, John. I can't thank you enough for getting pissed off when you were told no. And getting involved because you've contributed so much to our cause. And you really contribute a lot of uh, unbiased, middle-of-the-road stuff. I mean, most of my stuff is extremely opinionated. I can be very bombastic, very, you know, uh, abrasive. You? And, uh, of course, I like to, yes, of course, I like to mix it up and joke a little bit, too. But it's it's good to that somebody that is so technical and detailed as you digging into the facts getting information to supply material for me for the show and to educate the masses in new jersey and put things in plain english that people can understand because again the media the mainstream media in new jersey never prints anything because they don't want us to know you know when a law no. changes they don't want us to know because they want us to get jammed up they want us to get locked up am i right Yep. No, you're absolutely right. Anthony, I'm eternally grateful for you and Sandy. Gun for Hire, you guys have been huge supporters of mine going way back to, you know, even before we met, you guys were supporters of me and what I was doing. And I just, I'm very grateful for, for your support. I'm grateful for the support of ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS. I'm lifetime members to all those groups, lifetime member to the NRA, lifetime member to SAF. Um, and, and all of the great advocates and patriots, I can't list everyone, but there's so many great people out there that I really wouldn't be able to get done what, what I'm doing without your help and, and, and the proverbial you to everybody else out there. I'm, I'm very grateful to everyone. You, this, is, this is us. It's not just me. Hopefully we'll all get together at one of these events and we'll have a good time together. But until then, we've got to just continue to keep fighting. Uh, Sandy, you want to wrap this shit up? And with that, John, thank you so much for everything that you do and for just taking the time to be on the show because I know you're just extremely crushed with the stuff to do. And it looks like you have done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a Catholic media production. The music is in music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which you can forget to mention. I mentioned it. It was in passing. Only actually John mentioned it. Um, and his book, uh, Decoding Firearms, which you should actually buy together at the Gun Shop Bookshop Gun Range, known as Gun for Hire, or wherever great books are sold, where they sell shitty books, they will not have them. So we love you guys from the uh, shores of the Gulf of Mexico and the cold, frigid north. God willing, Jesus tarries in the batteries. All that we will see you again next week. Sweet home.